Welcome to the podcast of Revival Life Church, a spirit-filled multicultural church in Boca Raton, Florida. If you would like more information about Revival Life Church or Pastor Carl Thomas, find us on the web at revivallifechurch.org. Hallelujah! Ah, he's so good. Wow. We're going to just stay in this attitude of worship um, because God is going to continue continue to move tonight but you can um if you can you can go ahead and have a seat you can have a seat um if you're on the floor and you want to stay there go head on Uh, god's very good and he's here and he has something for you so be sure to receive it amen so um if we didn't catch it earlier in the service welcome to revival life church and welcome to the passion and presence conference wow we are very excited about what god is going to do this weekend and i want to invite you to continue to come to the uh the additional uh, meetings. We're going to be meeting again Saturday night, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. And then Sunday morning, um, Paul will be speaking at both services. Whoa, the 9 a.m. and the 11 a.m. So make plans to be here. Um, in case you're wondering, there is childcare at each service. So yes, that's awesome. Um, if you uh, would like to um, give your tithes and offerings now, tonight, you can. Um, and it, you can put it in the offering uh, box. It's in the back of the church. I'm, hmm? Or you can text the amount to give to 84321. And if you're going to make out a check, make it out to Revival Life Church. So just wanted to let you guys know that, but there is a locked box in the back of the, um, in the back of the church. It has offering envelopes. If you would like to do that, you have the option to do so. So again, I want to remind you, let's stay in this attitude of worship. Holy Spirit is moving. Um, and I'd like to welcome up Pastor Carl Thomas. Hey, hello. Y'all can sit down, band. Love you guys. Give it up for the band. Give it up for the band. I'm going to leave this here for one second. I'm going to leave this here for a second. I'm going to leave here. You guys feeling good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So um, tomorrow night we're having a fire tunnel. And uh, Sunday night, uh, uh, Sarah Pagano and I have a discipleship group that Paul is going to be speaking at. And we're opening up to anybody who wants to come to that. It's when? It's at 6 p.m. apparently. Sunday night. You feeling good? You good, Paula? She speaks it more like a Brazilian, her name, but she doesn't say Paola, but it's Paula. Close, yeah? Was, was that close? Why don't you come on up? Can somebody, um, can I get an usher to bring the uh, dealie there? Yeah. If you would stand with me and welcome Paula Solas, who is a, right there is perfect. You can be seated if you would. And, uh, oh, she got Jesus on the front. Look at that. You are so spiritual. That's amazing. She is a, uh, she, she's a missionary to Mexico. 
Uh, just like I'm a missionary to Taco Bell. And I don't even eat Taco Bell. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I'm, I'm a little drunk in the Lord. So, so we went to um, Mexico, and we had a great time ministering with Paula, right? Who was there? I'm just babbling at this point. I don't even know why I'm talking. But she's going to talk now, and we're going to have an amazing service. And let's get ready to receive from her. Stretch your hand if you would. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. Wow. We, mm. huh. we thank you for that thing you do, Lord. That you take that fire from the altar and you touch the lips of a preacher, Lord. Father, we, we, we're hungry not just for a word, but the word of the Lord tonight, Father. We pray that you would come, you would rend the heavens, and you would pour out what you have for us tonight, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus. Mm. Amen. Give it up, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here. I am so excited. I'm so happy. Um, thank you, Pastor Thomas, uh, well, the family, everyone, um, for having me. Um, it's, it's really interesting what happened in worship because I had something else, and then we had like an itinerary or how this is going to go. But I know how the Lord is, and I'm like, okay, let's just stay open to what he wants to do tonight. Amen. And then they start singing the, the cup and fill us up and overflow. But sometimes that's not, it's, it's not real for us. Like it, it's like you're there, Lord, and I come, but it doesn't feel real. But that doesn't mean it's not real. And so what I've learned to do is that I'm in, in this really painful uh, place in my life right now. But I'm choosing to position my heart towards him yes. and not close it. Hey. And so it, the Lord, it's for us to trust our heart to someone, to anyone. You have to know him, right? You have to know the person. And so through all these years, I've seen that my yes to the Lord keeps getting bigger because the more I get to know him. And it's like any relationship. And I think that's one of the biggest things why I'm in Mexico, honestly. It's because I've seen the heartache and he's been faithful in everything. But then at the same time, I have this human brain that forgets how faithful he is. So sometimes I wake up and I don't feel righteous. I don't feel like I'm a daughter. But I've learned to say thank you even when I don't feel it. And that's not what I was going to share, but I just feel that I needed to say that. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, that. Tonight, you will speak to your people. Because you love them so much. And I ask you that you will use my voice to speak to them. And to penetrate the most deep in their hearts. And then everything, anything that is not from you, that it will just fall to the ground. 
I love you. I love your presence. Thank you, Father. Um, so, worship, yes, um, filling the cup. Filling the cup. Yeah, we're going to get super close so quick. Oh, my God. Okay, so my, my past, just like your past, doesn't define us. Um, five years ago, I, I went through a divorce because I was abused. But the abuse di- didn't come from my husband. It came from my ex-boss, a big television station that I was working for. A Christian television station. And I, I ended up getting involved in an affair because this guy will tell, he will come and tell me that it was from the Lord and that he had a dream from the Lord, that we were both victims in our marriages. And that it was from the Lord that he, he was going to heal us and have a family together. I was so numb by then that I didn't know what was right and what was wrong. And it was super abusive. And I didn't say anything for a while. Because I thought I deserved everything that it was happening to me. I thought that everything that he was saying to me or anything that it involved me sinning, it was because I was provo- provoking him to do it. Um, but everything comes to light. And it did. Thank God I did not die because I was so ready to just take my life. Because I was done. I was like, there's no way. I can, I can come clean out of this situation. There's no way. And my, almost my whole life, since I was four years old, so almost, uh, I've known the Lord. I didn't know him. I just knew about him. Yeah. It's a total different thing. Yeah, yeah. And now I know the difference. Yeah. But then for me, it was the same. It's like, oh, yeah, Christian, grew up in church, everything. But I didn't really know him. Until I was in this situation. And I got to meet Jesus because of everything that happened to me. And it's going to sound really crazy. But now I am grateful that it happened to me because I met the man Jesus. And I, I, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't desire this to, to happen to anyone. But I met the man, Jesus, the one with the fiery eyes. I I just had to put my pinky toe, and that was it. And I'm sharing this because at that time, I was super numb. I didn't know what was right, what was wrong. I, my heart was shut down. 
not just to God, but to everyone around me. Okay, if you have your Bibles. Let's go to John. John 14, 1. The first line, it says, don't let your hearts be troubled. The world trouble means agitate, commotion, to take calmness of minds. So Pentecostal time, Jesus is talking to the 120 that were in the upper room. And he starts telling them about everything that's, um, let me see. It says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. And then number five, it says, no, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you are going. So how can we know the way? Thomas and Philip, a little bit in number eight, they have two questions. What hit it, Thomas, when, the, when Jesus was talking to them is, where are you going? Where are you? When our hearts get troubled, that's one of the first questions that comes to mind. Where are you, God? Where were you when this happened to me? And then number eight, it says, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Meaning we haven't seen the Father. But then Jesus kindly rebukes them, and is like, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So that means that it's ex the exact same thing. Yeah. But when our hearts are troubled, we don't know where God is. It's really hard to see where God is. That doesn't mean he's not there. Yeah. Because right now, Pastor Carl was saying, like, go to your pain. It's like, Jesus is there. If you ask him, where were you when this happened to me? And he will show you. He didn't mean for that to happen to you. Like, what happened to me? He didn't want it to happen to me. It was not his purpose, my destiny. That was not him. But it happened, and he used it for the good. <laughs> right? And I'm like, and, and that's when you, and I'm like, I'm glad that that twisted thing happened to me. Just, it, it's honestly, it's crazy to hear that. It is. It's so demonic. What happened to me? It's not the Lord. But he's so good. And when that happened to me five years ago, he was still king, and he's still king right now. He doesn't take vacations. He's sitting on the throne right now with creatures around him, 
an elder singing to him 24-7. He's like, he's not like, you know what, I got tired, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave for a little bit, and we'll see what happens with you guys. No, he's, right now, he's in the throne. And then he has son that paid a high price for us to have access whenever we want. And so we're going to go to, so Jesus keeps talking and telling them everything is going to happen. Let's go to 16, chapter 16. And Jesus here starts seeing that what he had just asked them at first for them not to get their hearts troubled, he, he sees, he can see all this 120 that their hearts start getting in troubled and sorrow. It says, John 16, 6, it says, but because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. The first thing he asked them not to be troubled, now they have sorrow. I think disappointment hit their heart at that moment. They thought it was going to be in a certain way. It didn't happen. And so sorrow came to their hearts. And that's what, what happens with life. You don't get, you get disappointed because it doesn't, uh, it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. And so what happens when disappointment comes? You shut down. And would you, I wish it was only be shutting down from people, but it's from the Lord who we're shutting down. And it's because we don't trust him because we don't know him enough. To know that he can just come and heal us. But he's still good. And he still loves us. Disappointment and sorrow made my heart sick. When we, when we get sick, a flu, you know when you're having like a headache or fever, like you have physical symptoms and you know you're sick. The thing with the heart, it is, doesn't show up until you're shut down, until later when life happens. And so then, after this, Jesus is like, okay, let's go to the garden and pray. Okay? So there, he tells them, don't let your hearts get troubled. And then he starts telling them everything is, that it's going to happen to him. And um, their hearts get filled up with sorrow. But then he's like, okay, let's go and pray to the garden. He takes them to the garden. 
and they're in the garden and he's like okay I'm gonna let you here so you can pray and I'm gonna go and pray for what's gonna happen to me yeah. and so see he leaves but he says something to them before he leaves Jesus say, um, I'm going to pray because of the things that I'm going to face. And then he says this, but don't let your heart into temptation to be troubled. They're in the garden. They're in the place of prayer. And Jesus tells them again, don't let your hearts trouble for the second time. It's like they're in the place of prayer. Like what can they get tempted in? Like what's the temptation, you know? Like gossip, dirty jokes. Like I'm like, yeah, because they're in the place of prayer. What kind of stuff can they be tempted in the place of prayer? But still, Jesus tells them, don't let your heart get troubled. It's because they came to the garden already with sorrow. They showed up to the garden in sorrow shut down and then well, does anyone remember what happens to them in the garden they fall asleep they fall asleep why did they fall asleep because they sinned so they got tempted they sin, so they fall asleep. And that's what happens when we, are in, we get temptation. We sin, and then we fall asleep. We shut down. We close. And then Jesus comes back, and they're all sleeping. <laughs> Man, that's been me so many times. If we don't deal with sorrow and disappointment in our lives, we're going to fall asleep. I believe one of the greatest assaults right now in our, in our hour, it's sexual sin. The crazy thing about all of this is that most of the times we fall into sexual assaults because of something else. So sexual sin is not the problem. It was the sorrow that you didn't get um, healed because you shut down. And it doesn't have to be just sexual, but it's, it's one of the things that it's, it's, it's happening a lot yeah. Yeah. in our time, in our church, inside our church, 
in Mexico and here in the States. But it can be any coping mechanism, pornography, uh, Netflix, your phone. Like right now, honestly, anything. It's so easy with your phones to just cope with something. It doesn't even have to be something negative like pornography. It can be being Pinterest all the time. through life and we realize that we're, we're, we're bearing all this fruit that is not from the Lord and that was what's happening to me like I didn't even know who I was anymore but I closed up and I didn't know how to go back but he's just so good, so gracious, and I found him. And I realized that I could trust him in my pain and that he was not disgusted by any of it. He came where I was at that moment. So the question is, your church, what's the name of your church? Yeah. For revival to happen, it has to ha happen first in your heart. And I believe the Lord is giving you Boca Raton. Amen. I do, 100%. And then Pastor Carl says, we need to be the ones healing our bodies first, us. You get to be the offering for revival to happen here. But we need our hearts right. Because then when trouble comes, we need to know who can we run to. Because the thing is, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't. In the Bible, there's nowhere in the Bible that says that you're going to come to Christ and then everything's going to be good. We're going to be prosecuted. We are. So our hearts, because it says in, in um, I forgot, oh my God. Okay, so you have to know this. <laughs> this is the first time me preaching in English. So thank you for wow. being patient with me. Because <laughs> Ryan is like Spanglish. In my, uh, yeah, all the time. And then I, uh, 
I need to just separate both languages. And if I'm speaking in Spanish, I should just speak in Spanish. And if I'm speaking English, but I just love speaking Spanglish. Yes. But then this happens and it's, it doesn't help me. <laughs> so thank you. Does this make sense? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we con- can control is our hearts. We actually have the power to control our hearts. And in the Bible says, guard your heart above all things. And there's a reason for that. Because we're, when, okay, so when my, when I was going through all of this and my heart was shut down, the only way that I can do life, it's with my head. But I was not made to do things out of my head, but out of my heart. But there was a disconnection. And so I just kept getting in trouble. (laughs) because this doesn't work well without the heart. It doesn't. And so the Lord is saying, guard your heart above all things. And so practically how this looks in my life right now is I am really careful with the things I listen to with what I watch on television or whatever social media. I unfollowed everyone that is not giving life and that I'm comparing myself to. And it's crazy because it sounds religious. I was like, oh, that's religion. No, that's Jesus. That's guarding my heart because he deserves everything from me. Like he paid a high price in the cross. This is the least we could do. So I don't know where you're going through. I don't know if you remember, Pastor Carl, but Holy Spirit was just reminding me, when you were in Kohutla, I gave you a word about your church. And it was about holiness. He's calling you higher, church. Wow. He deserves a pure bride. He deserves a pure bride. 
So what are we doing? What are you doing? For the bride to be pure. Because it's a really small sacrifice. It actually turns out that it's not even a sacrifice. Because when you love someone, when you truly love someone, you want to do everything to make them happy. This is any relationship. Right? You want to be liked. And so it's the, it's the same with him. It's not much what he's asking you for. It's nothing really with this. He deserves everything. I, so after I went through all of that, um, all the abuse and everything, I, I love ministries like inner healing, counseling. I'm not against any of them. I love them. I went through them. But they can easily become a religion. So you have to be really careful that when you go for counseling, when you go for inner healing, you're positioning your heart to him. For him to make you free. So in the future, when something happens, you know who to turn to. Because I, I have friends. And they're like, oh my God, I need an inner healing session. I need to, oh my God, but it's so expensive right now that I don't know if I can afford it. I'm like, you are telling me this. You who has Holy Spirit inside of you needs to go to an inner healing session to find him. No, you are the temple. And Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So you just have to focus your eyes in him. And he will deliver you. Why? Because he paid a higher price for it. And that's enough. That's enough. So there's nothing from my pies that holds me anymore. Nothing. Nothing. I'm so free. and I, it, it, I, I found him because of it. I found Jesus, the man with the fiery eyes. He's interceding with the Father right now in the throne. So what are you going to surrender? Because it's all about surrendering. So you find that thing that he's asking for. 
But he's a gentleman. Like, he's not going to force you. You have to be willing to do this. Or you can just be asleep. But the world is not going to stop. And he's still king. That's the best part. He's still king. So what are we going to bring him tonight? Let's ask him. Let's close our eyes. And let's ask him, Lord, what do I need to surrender? What thing in my life is making me fall asleep? It can be more than one. What areas in my life I'm not letting you in? Ask him, what's the root of my sorrow? What's the root of my pain? What's the root of that thing that I'm doing?
then imagine that cup again. beautiful thing that he does is that when you bring a sacrifice, when you bring something to him he doesn't leave you empty he fills up he fills you up with him so this is what we're going to do so you have that thing to put it in the cup right there just fill it with all the stuff surrender it and bring it as that sacrifice and then you're going to ask him Lord will you show me what the root of this is So it's really interesting because the root of what I went through when I asked the same questions to the Lord, He showed me that the root of what had happened to me, it was because of anger. And I was like, okay, Lord, so anger. And what's the root of anger in my life? And He said, you believe that you have the right to be right all the time and that's the root will you be willing to give it to me and it was really crazy for me to know that it was anger because it had nothing to do with what I went through And so I was set free. I brought it to him just like you are right now. I brought it as a sacrifice. I was like, I'm surrendering anger to you. And then you're going to ask him this. I'm gonna, we're going to wait what he says. And it's okay if you have to ask him several times because sometimes the first time we don't believe what he has to say but you're going to ask him what are you going to fill me up what are you going to give me instead of what you're giving what you're surrendering whatever name it, that name is 
So when I went through this process of asking him the root of the things that happened to me, this was just last, last year, and this happened to me like five years ago. And so last year, I asked him this. And in my heart, I thought I didn't want to get married ever again. That someday I will just adopt and I will be happy married to Jesus. And that day, I'm like, Lord, so what are you going to fill me up? What are you going to give me instead of anger? So I know you're not going to leave that space empty because you're so good. Like you just don't do that. And he whispered in my ear and he said, marriage. And I started laughing because I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that cannot be. And then I asked him again. I said, no, this was me. And I asked him again. So Lord, what are you going to give me? And he's like, marriage. And then he's like, do you want to know why? And I'm like, Yes. And he's he's like, I'm giving you marriage because you have learned to die to yourself. And in that same mission school, I met Guillermo. A lot of you know him. He's amazing. And we will get married hopefully next year. And I'm saying this because I know a lot of you, he wants to um, just lavish you with a gift from him. But you don't feel that you're worth it to receive it. But you are so worthy. So I'm going to ask you again. What is he giving you? And just. If you need to just physically open your arms. And receive what he's giving you. just say yes and thank you yes and thank you powerful world words that have changed my life because from that first yes I keep saying yes to things that he's asking me for and I do them for love this is just a first yes to receive that and then it keeps getting easier because the more you know him the more you trust him like any relationship and it gets to a point <laughs> you
you say yes to everything of him because there's nothing that comes from the father it can be not good for you it's all good he uses all for good and when I was getting ready for this I'm like I'm not sure if it's about the heart today like I, I didn't understand why and the Lord revealed to me he's like because all starts in the heart and revival starts with you as a person and if your heart is not healthy you're not gonna get too far revival starts in our hearts so that don't let your hearts be troubled if anything comes you have amazing people here they just can come and be real and then you start growing up and you come to Holy Spirit and like Lord why can you teach me? But always be accountable. Always have someone that you trust and you tell them everything. That's so healthy. And so then things then don't get twisted, okay? Thank you. I'm so honored. No, no, you're good. Hold on. Uh-huh. Here's what we do. Yeah, give it up real quick. I want, to, I want us to have a chance to minister before the children's ministry ends. So, don't go anywhere. Why don't we stand? And uh, I feel like what we need to do is, I think you need to lead us in a prayer of self-dedication. Just like it's a fresh start with Jesus. All right? Repentance from sin. Faith toward God. Uh, I feel like some people need to have hands laid on them to uh, maybe clean house a little bit. Bad out, good in. And then we'll just pray for good in. So you want to lead us in a prayer? Maybe sanctification, rededicate ourselves to Jesus in this process. Maybe your heart has been troubled and you've allowed other things to sit on the throne of your heart. Maybe disappointment has taken over for you. Maybe fear of disappointment has robbed you of joy. Maybe maybe just the hard life, maybe it's hard for you to see that God is going to use what you've been going through for good. And so it's hard for you to turn to him because you feel like he failed you. Maybe 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 you feel like he's abandoned you when that's, that's a lie from the devil. And uh, he's calling us now to turn our hearts back to him. Repentance from sin and faith towards God. Does that make sense? You want to just lead us in a prayer and just kind of a confession or however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Have us repeat or whatever. We need to say with our mouths. I'll just pray for them. Lead us in a prayer because people need to actually confess, repent, and receive. All right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you. I see where you were going.
Come on. On right now, just go ahead in your own words, just begin to repent. Come on, just tell them you know what it is. Mike, play a little harder, just kind of drown out the sound. Come on, go ahead with your mouth. You got to say things like, Jesus, forgive me for doing this, forgive me for turning my affection to things other than you. Forgive me for loving things more than righteousness. Forgive me for sleeping. When you've called me to righteousness, forgive me, Lord Jesus, for turning my heart to other things. Forgive me for turning to false comfort. Forgive me for letting my heart turn cold to sin. Forgive me for relying on my own strength. Forgive me for relying on my own righteousness. Forgive me for thinking that turning to other things is not a big deal. Come on, use your mouth. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Free me from the power of the wicked one. Set my heart on fire for you again. I rededicate myself to you and your righteousness and your purposes today. I rededicate myself to you and your righteousness and your purposes today. I dedicate myself to holiness, to holy living. I dedicate myself to purity. I dedicate myself to you, Jesus.
Psalms 100 says that come to him to the gates with thanksgiving and I just see that this is an offering of thanksgiving for him what you're doing 